This is Break Dances with Wolves Indigenous Pirate Radio. <laughs> you know, I heard we're on iTunes. We're on iTunes. I heard we're on, we're on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. And we're talking free. Stitcher, Google Play, shout out. Check them all out. Get the hottest, most flavorful and provocative indigenous talk. Flavorful? Yeah, definitely flavorful. That's me. <laughs> Tune in. Breakdance with Wolves, Indigenous Pirate Radio. so fucking excited for Black Panther. This is the Ridiculous People podcast. <laughs> hey guys, this is what we do. We sit and podcast instead <laughs> of having fun. Just kidding. Um, my name is Liv Sangor. I'm Alex Shannon. Hi, Alex. Um, Hi. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at A-L-U-X-S-H-A-N. Yeah, you can. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at L-I-V-I-O-S-A-H, Liviosa. Yeah. And uh, the podcast as a whole is also on Twitter. Um, at a ridiculous pod. That's right. Yeah. And you can like us on uh, the Facebook. Please if do. You're still on there. We're yeah, doing other true. shit. <laughs> Sometimes we post about it. We on do. On the Facebook. We do on the Facebook. Keep up with us. Keep up. We're moving at like what two miles an hour? Yeah. Yeah. Four yeah. at times. We're nearing eighty in our personalities. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Listen. <laughs> I feel like a. Grandma. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we talk about movies and TV and the entertainment industry, Hell et cetera, yeah. et cetera, on this podcast. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And the entertainment industry as a whole. It's ridiculous. Get it? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded like a tagline <laughs> for a, like a commercial in the 90s. It does. It's ridiculous. Get it? <laughs> That's in the brand. The yeah. lashes in your eyeballs. It's very many, many colors that clash, and I have a zigzag part. That's right. Oh my god, zigzag parts. Why were those okay? I don't know. They, and they had to be like pointy because otherwise That's it just true. looked like you had bedhead. That's true. God, that sounds like a lot of work. You would have really had to take that. That I that I, had, like, I had done it. Really? Oh, yes. I feel like it just Tiny takes Alex, a while. Tiny Alex had some fucking zigzag parts that she tried out. Iconic. Mostly, mostly not though. <laughs> I mean, fair. That wasn't that wasn't the the, the hair the trend I really look. really stuck to. What was what was your favorite? Hair oh, trend? I did the um, bandanas. <laughs> 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 she's she's got that smirk on her face. Yeah, like she's like here we <laughs> just go. Just remembering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those bandanas. Oh yeah. That you put uh, in your hair, but I. I had some of those ones that weren't full bandanas. They were just kind of triangles mm -hmm. and like I had a ribbon in the yes, front that you yes. could tie around your Oh my God. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Oh gee, man. Liv, you ever have those, those spiral uh, gem things where you could spiral it into your hair? What? And it was just no. little sparkly gems that were just like throughout your fucking head. What? No. No, you didn't? I never did. What about those butterfly clips that had butterfly wings that like flapped around? They didn't flap. When I was very little, I had the little, like, plastic. Oh, no, I'm talking Claire's grade oh. movement-based <laughs> hair accessory. I did not. Come on, man. I didn't. How'd you get through the early 2000s? My hair was in braids and cornrows just perpetually. That's fair. I was very upset about it. But then I got beads. But you get, yeah, I was going to say, the beads, I loved though. my beads, but then Hell when yeah. I had to do sit-ups for volleyball, it hurt a lot. Oh, <laughs> yeah <ow. laughs> yeah that's bad <laughs> oh man 
Do you ever do one of those hair wraps? Hair wraps? Yeah, where you just wrap yarn. It They would do it at like the beach or whatever. Huh. They just wrap a chunk of your hair in colorful yarn. Oh my god, no. Yeah. I I think it was a white girl thing. Fair, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it may have been a Jersey Shore thing, <laughs> oh, even sure. more specifically. Sure. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about their existence until Jenna Marbles recently did a video giving herself a fucking hair wrap, and it was oh hilarious. Because uh-huh. it was ridiculous looking, and I can't believe that it was a trend. Yarn? Yeah, you just, like, wrap yarn really tightly around it so it looks just like a tube of color hanging off your head it's It's so stupid looking i can't stress that enough (laughs) (laughs) who thinks of these things fucking stupid people i don't know i don't know scam artists (laughs) i wonder what do you think there are any weird hair trends now that we're gonna look back at and be like yeah all the colors that we're dying our fucking hair fair 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 also, our eyebrows. <laughs> our eyebrows are going to be ridiculous. Our eyebrows- Everyone's going to be so mad at us for making our eyebrows so goddamn I know, thick. right? I still love it and will still do it. But yeah. even I will look at pictures of myself and be like, damn, girl, you got a heavy ass brow <laughs> on right now. Like, it looks silly. I know it does, but I yeah. want it. You know what the I mean? The chokers and the dark lips are going to oh, go out as well. Because they true. were in in the 90s and then they, they were-, were out. I remember hating watching friends and seeing when they would wear sometimes like right? the brown lipstick. I was like, it's so fucking gross. <laughs> Ew. Oh my gosh. Where they they should be wearing bright bubblegum yes. pink lip, lip gloss. <laughs> there we go. My lip gloss. My is lip gloss cool. be popping. Mm-hmm. Everybody remember? Remember her? The Lil Mama classic. God hit. bless. Lip gloss. That's right. Oh my god. That part when she goes, no music. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Perfect. Wow. Well, what an icon. What an icon. What happened to her? I remember she was hosting America's Best Dance Group for a minute. Oh my God. JC Is that where she was? Yeah, for a second. But I don't know if that show is still on. Yeah. I don't, all, the the only thing I can think of that show is the that dance group, the Jabberwockies. The Jabberwockies, yeah. With their masks yeah. and their hoodies. And they were just like pop and And they lock. were just like, <laughs> yeah, they were just like Vogue for like 20 <laughs> minutes at you. It was, it was so like, weird. Okay, it's cool because they have masks on, I guess. I know, right? <laughs> no, that's not true. They did like they did some cool, cool stuff. Stunts, they did acrobatics right? and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember, if I'm honest. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> me neither. So, Liv, what have you been watching this week? Well, Alex, this yes. week mm-hmm. I watched um, that David Letterman show on Netflix. Oh, yeah. He's My, got that new show. Yeah, just like him interviewing people. With, with that giant beard. fucking beard on. Yeah, Obama called it a biblical beard, which it, was on point. <laughs> yeah, dude. If it's Gandalfian. <laughs> it is. It's it's crazy. Um, yeah, I watched that. There's only two episodes out now. I think he's doing like one a month because he's tired. Because he doesn't give a fuck. No, he gives zero fuck. That's right. Like him and Jerry Seinfeld, like with his like comedians and cards getting coffee. Oh, yeah. Like, I just want to like I'll make an episode when I want whenever to. I give a fuck. Yeah, amen. I mean, they can though. So... I watched yeah. the two that are out. I watched Obama and George Clooney. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. These are just like... I know. <laughs> some silver fucking foxes. Oh, I know. He should just oh, rename the whole show Silver Foxes Hour. He should. He should. He sh- only interviews Silver Minus Foxes. Minus David Letterman. Not, right. No, no he's offense not to David no. Letterman, but Bless that's not what I'm talking Bless about. We all love Dave. He's just not a silver fox. That's right. I think that's fair. I feel like he would agree. Especially with that beard. Mm, 
Mm. Boof. Yeah, boof indeed. I don't like I don't love it. No, it's it's a lot. I get the whole comedy beard thing. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> when whenever you're allowed to grow a beard, yeah. they grow a beard. They do. That's a trope. I don't know if y'all know, but Yeah. Especially these late night guys. Late night guys, anybody who's in comedy on television, yeah. essentially whenever they get a hiatus, yeah. they immediately let all of their facial hair and hair on top of their head just grow as exactly. fast as possible. Yeah. Uh because the whole idea is in comedy, you don't have a beard, you glue the beard on. Right, right. That's the, like, fun little whatever. Um, if you ever seen Colbert during a hiatus? Yo, <laughs> his beard is ridiculous. Clearly, it's it's clear that he dyes his hair. Yeah, oh my god, he yes, goes he on does, hiatus. right, right. That's when you realize, oh, he got that just for men. He does. Look up in his head. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that beard comes in white it does it's like stark white <laughs> it it's actually crazy it really ages him it's crazy i watched the jim carrey uh comedians and cars getting coffee yeah he's got a comedy beard he's on. got a comedy beard and it was funny because jerry seinfeld at one point like pointed to some guy on the side of the road who was like long white hair and like a long beard and was like clearly like an ex-hippie and he was like <laughs> that's what you're going for right <laughs> That was great. Yo, I, Jerry Seinfeld, I think, is like one of the only comedians that I've him. never seen with a comedy beard. Me neither. He doesn't do it, yeah. Yeah, I've he never even seen a picture. He just wears with his jeans. He wears these fucking <laughs> Reeboks. You like, know? these fucking really intense dad sneakers yes, that yes. look like they have, like, hydraulics under the heel. Right. And then a dad jean. white. Yeah, know? a dad jean. A dad jean. A good dad jean. A good dad. A solid dad jean, if I'm honest. With, like, a sports jacket. With, like, a sports <laughs> yeah. jacket and... A button-down shirt, but yeah. untucked. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a specific look. But weirdly enough, I think it like works fabulously for him. Yeah, no, it really does. You it know, suits him perfectly. It really does. It's it's casual enough, but also <laughs> says I'm a fucking billionaire. Yeah, Don't exactly, touch me. Yeah. You know, like I don't know. at one point. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Fun. But yeah, D- Dave Letterman has perhaps one of the most intense comedy beards that's right out there honestly it's next fucking level yeah yeah it's it's a lot but so so he he interviewed um yeah he interviewed obama and um and george clooney and both of them were really really interesting i started watching the obama one just because i saw like a gif from it and Mm -hmm. thought it was fun yeah um and then i was like i'm probably not gonna watch the whole thing i'll just like kind of scrub through and Mm -hmm. then i was like completely engrossed and wow. then it was the is same it, Is a hard-hitting, in-depth interview sort of style? Or is it, like, a comedy? It's a comedy. It's it's funny, you know, like, yeah. and it's very conversational. And he, it's it seems like Letterman is asking the questions that he would have wanted to ask on the show, but, like, couldn't because oh, of the network, you know what I mean? yeah. He just gets to go a little deeper into stuff, I think. And Wait, so this is a web series. Where What platform is it on? It's on Netflix. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. And so he always, he makes jokes about how he's like, I don't know, on Netflix is, I'm really old. <laughs> like, okay. <Fair. laughs> it's like, but they let me do this and they let me do it how I want to do it. So I'm going to do it. It's like, yeah, okay. that's right. Because as Good we said you. before, Netflix doesn't give a fuck about ratings. No, they do not. <laughs> um, but yeah, and he has like parts, there's like pre-filmed bits as well. Oh, so weird. like in the Obama one, he walked across the Edmund Pettus Bridge with uh, John Lewis, Senator John Lewis. Wow. Just like in the middle of it. Because they were talking awesome. about like the civil rights. It was a pretty vague connection, honestly. But like um, they wa- they walked across the bridge together and, he, and then uh, Letterman just like talked to John Lewis about like why he's in politics mm-hmm. and like the importance of politics and civil rights and blah, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it sort of like went back and forth from that to the interview. That's really cool. Right. And then with Clooney, he Honestly, visited. Honestly, I'm like 
surprised. I know, right? To have this come out of David Letterman. Right? Isn't that interesting? Um, And with uh, Clooney, he visited uh, his parents' home and, like, they gave, like, uh, they gave him a tour and they introduced him to their, apparently, like, they, like, helped house this refugee. Wow. From, um, I believe he was from Iraq. And they, like, wanted to get him in because Amal, uh, George Clooney's wife, who's literally an angel sent from heaven. That's right. Um, <laughs> was like doing a lot of work with the Muslim brotherhood. Mm-hmm. And so I guess like somehow they met, they, they met this, this young guy who was like in a lot of trouble and George Clooney's parents were straight up like, wow. let's bring him over. That's crazy. And so they, yeah. So they like met him and like drove around and like, it was really cute. Aww. Just like showing him like pictures of young George Clooney and like, I'll have to check that. that out. Wait, it so nice. it comes out weekly? I think so? it's monthly. I think it's monthly. Monthly. Um, oh, yeah, you said that earlier. Because yeah. I just... Come I on. Think, I think. I'm not <laughs> even sure, Give me the sure, content. Though. Give me I it. I know. It honestly <laughs> feels like it is a little bit of, like, when it's ready, it will be out. Whenever he gives a shit. Yeah. Um, I just... <laughs> I understand and I love it, yeah. but at the same time, I'm I know, just, I know. Give me the content, or at least tell me. Just schedule it, you know, like this. At least date, tell me, yeah, you know, something interesting. But okay. it was great. Cool. Um, yeah, highly recommend it. Um, uh, Obama's so funny. I always forget how funny he is. You yeah. know, like he's charming as fuck. He is charming as fuck. Um, and uh, yeah, he. You get to hear he talks very candidly about like being you know having been president and like what it's like to have trump follow him up mm-hmm. which is really interesting he definitely makes light of it yeah. and i think he does that out of necessity you i know? saw i saw um michelle obama was on ellen oh right for her birthday right, right. Yeah. i think oh, um cute. and i just love when they hang out i know friends so, because know. what <laughs> oh my god i want to be friends too i know could you imagine just like hanging out <laughs> with a glass of wine with those two? Oh, um, oh my god okay yeah remind me to tell this story after i tell this story so okay. apparently michelle was mm. talking about move like moving house right after moving right. out of the white house uh-huh. and she was being like really candid about the uh-huh. whole process as well um but the other thing that I wanted to say mm-hmm. was that Margot Robbie apparently on her honeymoon, oh my god, okay, ran into oh my god Ellen <laughs> and the Obamas oh in the hotel gym. What? Right? And she said that like she and her husband had been out in the wilderness, like it was kind of like a wilderness like isolation sort of like beautiful tropical island thing where like she was she had been camping with her husband for like the first couple days of the their honeymoon their leg of their honeymoon of course they were and then they went to like a really fancy hotel for the last couple days oh my god which is like cool nice like a nice switch off but in this really fancy hotel oh my god is fucking ellen and the obamas and (laughs) apparently marco robbie's husband because he was like, who gives a shit? No one's here. Who's going to care? Wore like his shortest, oldest running shorts into oh the gym. God, they were like what? hot fucking pink. Ah. And as the trainer in the gym was trying to stretch them out and uh-huh. stuff, like he was literally having to like adjust himself so his ball sack didn't pop out in front of Barack <laughs> Obama. <laughs> like, can you fucking imagine? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> 
And then they told that story on Ellen. Oh my so god. So that some amazing. asshole like me fucking knows that now. If I was her husband, I would be absolutely fucking mortified. Yo, I like would not be able to breathe. No. <laughs> Ball set pops up. <laughs> President Barack Obama's there. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. And it was oh, so funny because no. Margot Robbie was like, I was freaking out. Of course, and yeah. And then Ellen apparently w- was like, oh, this is, <laughs> this is Barack Obama. Yeah. She's like, yeah, it's nice to I know. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, and he was like, oh, yeah, we were uh, just talking about you. And she was like, you were? What? Because they like watched I, Tanya because now they oh have God. time to do things like yeah, that. Yeah, they can. They can watch movies. Yeah. It was, I thought that was so fucking funny. Oh, my God. But yeah, I love how like candid the Obamas are about yeah, like, yeah. okay, now we're actually going to try to like live life yeah. and be normal. Exactly, and right? We're going to be honest about shit and, yeah, yeah. you know. And they're just doing their like and foundation they're just stuff. And like citizens, yeah. you know, at this point. They did their fucking eight years exactly. of service. And and I think it's honestly, I think it's naive to also think that they would be, like, wildly political after this. You know, like, after... Yeah, no. That eight there's, years? Yeah, I don't think I don't, that there's... There's no, like, need for them no, no, to do that, uh-uh. to be honest. Like, there's not. I can understand why someone might want them to be, because they are so beloved, but I right. think... Honestly, they're just moving into celebrity territory. They're they really out with are. All these movie stars, they're I know because all the movie stars think they're so cool. Yeah, and like literally, they are. Yeah, it's really interesting. It is very interesting, right? It's really interesting to see what because they're so young. We they just are aren't young. used to they that. They are young. Yeah. Usually, after they exit the White House, they just go like, like live on a farm, somewhere. paint dogs. Yeah. George Bush. Oh, George. I'm looking at you. My favorite. W. My favorite thing to come out of inauguration, which is a low bar, um, was. The, that photo set of W struggling with that poncho. Do you remember that? It's literally just like someone made like a grid of all these photos that some trolley ass photographer took. Um, it's just like, he cannot sucks. figure out. That's how what this Michelle works. Obama was saying on Ellen. Ellen was like, "What was in that box that Melania gave you when oh, they came she up to the White House a or whatever?" Frame or yeah, it was a right? Tiffany box. Yeah, she said it was a very lovely, lovely frame, but she said. Because every they were because they were supposed to take a picture together, right? And usually like, there isn't a gift that right. was given, yeah. so like that was very nice of Melania, like sure, right. it's just not but customary. it was just not customary, so right. she wasn't ready to hand it off to anybody. Right. And she said she turned around and everybody had gone, and they played the clip, <laughs> and she it's just Michelle turning around <laughs> and turning around again, That's and just she was hilarious. like, I don't know where everybody fucking went. She literally had to give it to, <laughs> to Obama, who then walked it inside the White House him fucking self, his fucking he just takes it (laughs) like not even a secret service like the secret service is like no ma'am i'm not gonna like take this box because i'm too busy guarding y'all's life like what if there's a gunman you know what i mean it was just like it was so fucking weird it was it was so funny oh my god yeah and it was and she was just kind of like walking ellen through the clip she's like see and then this is when i realized my entire (laughs) staff is gone and nobody will take this box from me and then I don't know what to do and then Barack saves me and he brings it in the house <laughs> I love that she's just like just, just like here and he's like okay he, he just like, like he just took it and like saved it she's like he saved the day what's his heart that's so funny <laughs> so funny because I remember seeing that and everyone got all up in arms because they were like she is angry at Melania like yeah. she looks honestly just no, confused they were, they were all just confused yeah. because there's a lot was, of con- yeah. confusion on hashtag on both sides well because there that's, was the, confusion. that's the thing though like I feel like so much of it is like ceremony and like weirdness right. and if you forget yeah some like very basic bullshit sometimes like 
it gets very right. awkward very yeah. quickly. <laughs> Super awkward, dude. And like, plus uh, they don't brief. They brief the president on yeah. the incumbent and the the departing president mm-hmm. on like what happens on inauguration, like right. step by step. They don't do that for the first lady. No, so she just has, she just to, has to follow along. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Or no, like in Michelle's case, I'm like, I assume she probably talked to Barbara. You know. Yeah. Beforehand. Right. Yeah. But, um, there's some yeah, communication. Yeah. It's but, you know. fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. It's ridiculous, dare it's, I say. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we got a lot of callback jokes in this people podcast. podcast. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. We're the best namers. Anyway. Um, um, so I've fallen into a hole this week. You have. Tell tell the listeners about this whole you You guys, into. sometimes <laughs> it's me, your friend Alex. Hi. And sometimes I fall into holes where I just watch interviews mm. of the same people that make movies over and over and over again. Fair. Um, not the same interviews, just no. many different many, many different <laughs> interviews. <laughs> and right now it's Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> I could listen to that man talk for like my entire life. No. He, I mean, I just, he's so eloquent, mm-hmm. I think, and I love the themes that he ties his movies to mm-hmm. and the things that interest him, interest me, mm-hmm. this idea of darkness and romance and love and emotionality being the new punk because mm-hmm. him, one of my favorite quotes that I heard him say in a couple different junkets because mm-hmm. I'm at that point now and where I'm, I know his stock answers. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, girl, you, you, you do what you got to do. I am deep, <laughs> deep within. Um, but he said, um, emotionality is the new punk mm. because it's, you know, to be postmodern is to not care, mm. essentially. And um, the most artificial form of intelligence is cynicism. Mm, uh-huh. Because he says, if I if I sit here in front of you and say, I believe in love and I think that love exists and is an extremely powerful force in this world, mm. everybody will say that I'm corny. People will say I'm unintelligent. Mm-hmm. But he was saying it's like a bullshit cheat code mm-hmm. to seem smart to say that you don't believe in love mm. or to say or to resist emotionality. Mm. Right, right. It's just basically people hiding um, their lack of intelligence. Interesting. Interesting. You know, he kind of insinuates. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think that's such a beautiful sentiment, especially at times like this. And mm-hmm. it, it, I feel like it rings true through a lot of the Best Picture nominations for mm-hmm. the Oscars this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that I'm rooting for anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it rings true for Shape of Water. I think it rings true for Get Out. Mm. Um, because I think that the idea of like that that resistance of emotionality um is i mean i think that's the idea of like the sunken places like that inability mm-hmm. to feel and that inability mm-hmm. to you know go through what is happening to him you know mm-hmm. what i mean i think i mean it has like a billion more things mm-hmm. of course layered on top of that but mm-hmm. i think deep down in that core of it mm-hmm. it's you know being present in your own body. Sure, that's true. You know, yeah. and like feeling that emotion and mm. being allowed to experience things and to recognize shit like when you <laughs> exit a room and everybody goes quiet. 
Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this is weird. Like, let's all address the fact right, that this is weird. Right. Let's not repress the sure, fact. That's and, true, right. you know, and say like, no, everything's fine. Yeah. No, I don't care. No, nobody right. cares about anything. Right. It's like, no, we should fucking care, you right, guys. Right, right, You know? Um, and, uh, and I think it's the same thing that's true of Lady Bird. I mean, mm. I think it's a lot about, like, really coming to, t- like, meeting yourself sure, in a sure. lot of ways. Uh, and, you know, it's such a coming-of-age story and the mother and the daughter trying so desperately to reach each other, but at the same time being so resistant to each other and huh, yeah. um, and Lady Bird resisting her love of her hometown. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I think... I just think a lot of the the really good movies of this year have a lot to do. And like, I mean, Call Me By Your Name, for sure. Oh, yeah. You know, that <laughs> fucking Michael Stahlberg monologue that I Yo. will never stop talking about for the rest of my fucking life. No, no. It's just, I feel like a lot of these movies, in part, if not at their very core, are like a call to arms, in right. in a sense. Like, like a, just a desperate plea for everyone to start really fucking giving a shit. Yeah. yeah. To just really care so fucking hard, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know? And I think that's really wonderful. And that's been something I've been thinking about a lot while mm-hmm. listening to Guillermo del Toro kind of hammer that home in a way um, about, you know, let's not forget that like it's it takes a lot to care right right it is a brave act to give a shit uh-huh. <laughs> it is uh-huh. a brave act to love um but it's still it's still like worth it at the end of the day and it's mm-hmm. the and it's the thing that we really need to mm-hmm. do in times like these yeah. um yeah and also I love his accent and he's really fun <laughs> and he just seems like a sweetheart and he curses all the time even though he's not supposed to like he's on like a DGA panel and he's like I'm going to make her fuck a fish. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you can't say that word. The DJ's going to bleep you. That's <laughs> like, true. I was well. listening to a couple podcasts where they were, like, bleeping out him saying asshole uh-huh. and, like, nice. shit like that. Oh. Amazing. He's And he's so cute. Like, he looks mm-hmm. like a teddy bear. He even. does. He does. And he's, like, I don't know. He just seems like such a sweet and genuine human being. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And he, like, talks about how he got drunk mm-hmm. and told and, like, met Sally Hawkins at a party. Mm-hmm. And he just went up to her and was like, I'm writing a movie where you fall in love with a fish. And, like, yelled <laughs> it in her face. And she was like, okay, cool. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> great, like, great. And he was like, yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny. And he was doing he was doing a QA with Octavia Spencer. And he was like, I'm an atheist, but if I ever took to religion again, I would worship this woman. Oh. And it was like really cute. They were yeah, they were like definitely best friends. They were like holding hands. It was oh, so that's cute. Sweet. Yeah. They're all like best buds. Bless their hearts. Yeah. They seem like a very nice little like cohesive cast. You know, I feel like yeah. there's some casts that actually like function like families, you know yeah. what I mean? And that seems to be like Definitely. One of them. Except for Michael Shannon. Oh, they, well, yeah. He said he kept him separate on purpose. Sure, yeah. Which was interesting cuz um I was I was watching a DGA panel, the Directors Guild of America panel with um all of the Oscar nominated directors. Uh-huh. And Jordan Peele, who directed Get Out, was saying he did the same thing with his villains right right he kept them separate interesting yeah 
which I think was really interesting. He he was trying to he was trying to encourage a kind of separation, right? Um, but then also he was saying he l- kind of leaned into some of the relationships he saw developing during the rehearsal process. He brought everybody up to the house uh-huh. like a week before, and he, or something. Uh, I don't know if it was a week. I think it might have been a weekend or something. Uh-huh. But he noticed some camaraderies popping up, huh, uh-huh. you know, right, and right. and some. Um, interesting, like, I don't know, just like interesting, like not clicks, but just basically camaraderies that right. he decided to kind of lean into in the movie with like the mother and son dynamic being oh, super uh, weird. She right. said, he said they kept like popping out to have cigarettes <laughs> while they were like in rehearsal. Uh-huh. And he said that that was something that he found really intriguing. And mm-hmm. he ended up just kind of like leaving it in the movie to kind of let that real kind of relationship breathe, which is so interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. And, um, yeah, Guillermo del Toro said he kind of, like, had left Michael Shannon out of a lot of their conversations he was having with everybody else. Right, right. Where it would be a big group kind of think tank and talk and um, everything. Right. I mean, that makes sense. It definitely shows, I think. Yeah, because he's just coming from such a different world. Right. And such a different mindset. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you could. It, it, it may think it makes for a really nice collision on on screen. Right, definitely. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, highly recommend. Also, highly recommend listening to the "Call Me by Your Name" and "Shape of Water" soundtracks. Yeah, that's so true. <gasps> They're both. Those so are beautiful. so beautiful in a standalone way, especially the "Call Me by Your Name" one. Yeah, it's crazy right, to right? listen to, mm-hmm. especially like I was on. I was like on the subway listening to it, mm-hmm. and it was just like. I don't know. It was such an intense experience, right, you know, <laughs> like right. just surrounded by all these people. And this music is so vivid and it, it's like mostly piano. And, yeah. Yeah. But the performances on the piano are just like absolutely insane. It's very evocative. It's so evocative. It, yeah. It's really cool. If like, I dare you to not feel a thing when yeah. you listen to that. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it's so good. Um, You watch Pan's Labyrinth, though. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm in a. A del Toro hole um and I'm just like I wanted to see I hadn't seen pans and like everybody had been yelling at me to watch pans labyrinth for so my good. entire life that's my favorite one of his interesting yeah I don't know that it's my favorite yeah but it is I mean incredible yeah. wow surprise <laughs> spoiler alert you guys pans labyrinth's a good movie yeah wow <laughs> I wish I had seen it when I was younger yeah I really wish that I had mm-hmm. seen it when I was, like, little. Oh, uh-huh. I think it would have scared the fuck out of me, and right. I think I would have loved it. Sure, yeah. You know, uh-huh. that, oh, little Alex would have loved Ben's Labyrinth. <laughs> I should have watched it when I was younger. But, um, I mean, I still, I still adored it. I mean, the fawn yeah, design right? was so incredible. Yeah. It was so well done. That young actress was so She was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And I mean, like, who can forget the pale man? So scary. Hands in his eyes. I mean, come on. Doug Jones is really a um, unique <laughs> creature. <laughs> you know? He really is. He's a real skinny guy. Yeah. Um, and that's why he's he is the actor uh, who Guillermo del Toro makes most of his monsters. Yeah, yeah. He is the he's the asset, the yeah. like the fish man yep. mm-hmm. in the shape of water. Yep. And he is the pale man and, and the fawn, fawn yeah. in Pan's Labyrinth. Uh-huh. He's the ghost 
ladies right. of right. Crimson Peak. That's true. <laughs> he's yeah, he's his monster in like a in lot, pretty a lot much of everything. Yeah. I, think I think he said he's done twelve Del Toro monsters. That is now awesome because he doubles up in so many of them. What Yo, Del Toro said, the reason he he does it is because he's so thin. Yeah, right. And, and he so he doesn't he doesn't stuff. fuck the proportions up. Right, right. Um, he doesn't make the monsters look too big. Right. When he puts a bunch of prosthetics on him. Right. Also, right. he is a trained mime. Yeah, which yeah. is why he's so amazing at being so expressive with his body. It's yeah. such a talent. He's, he's such a gift. A like Loki contortionist too. Like, yeah, he does a lot of really weird. Like he can he can like put his legs like yeah. behind his head and shit like that. You know, it's yeah. crazy. It's awesome. And it was amazing. He said that when he was directing him to play the asset, he told him um, he he was like, "Okay, I need you to be a leading man. You're not just a monster. Right. In this, you are a monster and you are a leading man. Right. You are a romantic lead. Yeah. So we need to think about that. And then um, he said he wasn't quite getting it from him uh-huh. as much on set. And so he just said, I need a little more matador. Oh, interesting. And he said, lead with your hips. Uh-huh. And, and it, like, it makes total sense when I heard that. Yeah. Thinking back to the movie and the way he moves in the movie. Uh-huh. You can see it, but it's not, I mean, obviously it's not explicit. He doesn't right. do, like, a matador fucking, yeah. like, move with a towel yeah, or something. <laughs> but, like, the way he stands is that. Like, it's just this, like, confident, hips forward. Right. You know, sort of thing. Definitely. It's crazy. It's so interesting to me. Comic book fans, Doug Jones was also the Silver Surfer, I found out. Oh, yeah. Literally earlier this week. I had no idea. Yeah, he was. Um, in, it, the movie wasn't great. It meant but, nothing to me, but I'm sorry. Yeah. I should have told, I should have said something. <laughs> it's okay. But it, it's just, yeah, it was, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's an iconic character in the comic books that was poorly adapted, but he, I thought he was the best part of the movie. I didn't know that was Doug Jones. Yeah. In a weird silver bodysuit. I mean, it's hard to recognize him. I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's usually got shit all over his face. He, yeah, almost always. He was in John Dies at the End, too, for the eight of you guys who have seen that movie. He was in that. <laughs> Wait. Do you remember? I, um. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I fell asleep in the theater during that movie. Wow. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> I don't it's not like my favorite movie. I don't care. I but just like It's just weird because it's I, a weird movie to fall asleep I, to. It's bizarre. I, I know. But I think it was one of those nights where it was like a Friday and I yeah. had gotten drug out to go out and I had like worked all day or something. Mm-hmm. Um it may have been during my retail phase where I was working late nights and I'm then sure. I came out afterwards. But I just remember being so exhausted. Yeah. And falling asleep and and waking up during like explosions or yeah. something and being like, oh my fuck, I don't know where we are or what's yeah. going on. Well, the reason I, I mean, admittedly, I also did fall asleep when I first saw it, but I first saw it at Sundance and we were doing this like, I went in high school. So we got the, what was called at that time, the adrenaline pass, mm. which was literally, you could see any movie, but it had to be either before 10 a.m. or after 11 p.m. <laughs> so we would straight up just like get up at like six in the morning, go see like two movies and then like dick around until midnight at which we would point we'd see another movie. But we were sleeping like three hours, you know, oh, max. So I I passed out for the middle of John Dies at the end and woke up when they were in hell. And I was like, fuck, how'd they get here? <laughs> I, I actually had a friend that was trying to get me to read that novel for a super yeah. long time. 
but I still don't know what it's about. I never got I never got a chance to really watch the movie right. or read the book or anything. I actually, still have no idea. I actually really like the book. It's it's oh, really? bizarre, but it's actually it's fun and it's actually laugh out loud funny. Oh, that's like funny. I, I was I would read that in public and like crack up. I love yeah, um, I love when books are truly funny because yeah. I feel like that's really hard to pull off. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. It's a fun one, actually. I recommend it. It's it feels a little summerier. Or oh, Halloween, okay. I guess. You could read around Halloween. Speaking. It's like comedy horror, but it does get a little existential sometimes because mm. i remember having like very minor crises where they would say something and i'm like fuck <laughs> like <laughs> never thought about that but Amazing. it's i mean yeah it's weird it it's very difficult to explain <laughs> okay i'm you know what i'm not asking you to I'm, i'll get to it one of these days <laughs> oh man he wrote a sequel to it called this book of this book is full of spiders seriously don't open it Ew, oh my god <laughs> I hate that. It makes me nervous. <laughs> it's just like, fuck, what if there's a spider in there? Oh my God. Liv. Yes. What else did you watch this week? What else did I watch this week? I also watched, well, I've been watching Black Mirror finally. I know yeah. I'm like behind on season four. Don't at me, but. Don't at I, me. I do want to briefly, it's so hard to talk about Black Mirror without being spoilery, but I do just want to address is, yeah. one episode. That ever, I mean, everyone likes it, so it's it's not a hot take, but I really liked it a lot. Um, Hang the DJ. Oh yeah, it was very optimistic for Black Panther. Uh, oh my God, sorry, Freudian slip. Black Mirror. Um, <laughs> Black Panther. <laughs> like, Everything needs to be Black Panther. <laughs> I have like Wakanda Tourette's. You do every once in a while. I'm just like I never freeze. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> Wakanda. Yeah. Sorry, what? <laughs> Wakanda forever. Um, then I asked if yeah. you wanted a coffee. <laughs> Sorry, yes. <I> Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda now means yes, and also no. Um, <laughs> it's like Aloha, but it's just Wakanda. Anyway, um, but uh, yeah, Hang the DJ was it was a a romance at its core. Oh, um, it's I yeah. Like those. Yeah, I know. You should definitely watch it. I will. It's interesting. I mean, Do you I think I'm gonna scare me. No, okay. it it actually is quite optimistic. It's it's like the San Junipero of season four. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's it's really, and they don't even. There's no no one dies. Wow. So that's like huge. John doesn't die at the end. John does not die. At the Dare end. I say? Ooh. You guys, we are on these callbacks today, and you are welcome. Oh God. Anyway, um, it was really. I thought it was really. It was nice. I think I can say this without. This isn't a spoiler. Mm. But the whole point was that true love comes from like overcoming obstacles, mm. you know. Yeah. And that like, and it was sort of about rebelling against the the system yeah i'll leave it there okay. but that's i mean that's that's that i think was the theme and the idea of it and um it explored it through dating apps which i think was a really cool way to spooky. frame it oh. yeah <laughs> i mean yeah a little yeah. it started spooky and then it became like less spooky you know oh, what i mean right. unlike any other black mirror episode literally ever yeah but um it was really good it made me really happy uh which oh, black mirror cool. doesn't yeah, I mean, I love it, but like, confusing. I know it's weird. I watched mm. it. I actually watched it twice after I finished it. I watched it again the next day. Aww. I was supposed to move on. I didn't. That's why I'm only You're too scared of the next episode. <laughs> I heard that one's mad scary. That's the one about the robot dogs. No. And I'm freaking out. I also watched a bunch of robot videos today and it kind of fucked me up. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> don't do that. I don't know why. Oh God. Um, 
but that's a we're sidetracking. So um hang the DJ. Alex, you should definitely watch it. But okay. I mean everyone should. And and yeah. Black Mirror is standalone enough you really don't have to yeah, have you watched. don't have to watch it in order. No, not no. at all. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Um Interesting. But yeah, check it out. It I was will. really nice. I will. Well right now right now I'm also um I just started mud. Oh my god, I was gonna say Mudbound. I need to start Mudbound. Oh yeah. I need to watch that movie that, that is great. on my list on Netflix. What I did just start was yeah. Godless. <gasps> right. That's a yes. western, right? A it neo is. western. It's a it's a neo western. It's really interesting. Um, there's something about it that's like very like I don't know. I feel zoomed out and like kind of political. Mm, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm on the second episode, so what do I know? I'm a fucking <laughs> idiot. But I mean, so far, I think that like so far, it's given me a lot more context for mm. like why is this the quote unquote wild mm. west? Oh yeah. Like it actually makes it feel really fucking dangerous right. and really at like spells out the threats. Yeah. In a way that's not. I don't know. It's not. It doesn't feel hokey or expositiony. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I found it to be like really disconcerting at mm. first. And I couldn't put my finger on it until I realized that I think it's the coloring. Oh, the color uh-huh. grading on it is really specific. Mm. And it's really, it's color graded to be like really cool tones, mm-hmm. like very, like very much blues and grays mm-hmm. rather than like a, the sepia tone that we all think of when we think of westerns sure right we think of like it either being in black and white and grayscale mm-hmm. or like orangey yeah that's i think true. you yeah. know and there's like a warmth to that right and that kind of you know is subconsciously suggesting like happiness warmth goodness you know bounty right um like warm tones that's what that generally kind of brings to mind to me especially if it's like a big wide field and it's like warm bright colors and right, things like right. that. but this feels very cold even though it's clearly like hot out <laughs> i sure. mean not to be annoying but it's like even though it's clearly hot out right. it feels cold it feels stark mm-hmm. it feels dangerous right and like um, very unforgiving mm-hmm, with like mm-hmm. the cool tones that they decided to color it with. Mm, yeah, I find, yeah. um, yeah. So I'm really I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah, I've heard mixed reviews actually. Oh yeah. Um, since I've been like, oh yeah, I've started Godless. Yeah, blah blah. blah. I've heard a cup like, um, I've heard some people be like, hmm. I have some problems with it, but the performances are really good or whatever. Huh. I was like, okay. What kind of problems hmm. do they have? They didn't say. Oh. They didn't specify. All right. But I had heard uh, whispers and rumblings from the interwebs of, yeah. about it not being quote unquote feminist enough. Oh, okay. Which usually gets me riled when sure. people start talking about things being feminist enough. So far to me, it seems like it gave a lot of women fucking parts to play sure right (laughs) which first of all baseline is like great right somebody's paying actresses to play interesting roles right there are so far a handful of really interesting female characters Uh that have been introduced in the first two episodes right which is more to say than a lot of shows on the air right now yeah that's so i you know there's that right to, to consider but um yeah i will say like I, I am a little nervous about, you know, what's going to happen when it comes to, like, plot devices being mm. sexual assault, uh, etc. Yeah. Right. But, you know, at the same time, there is part of you that goes, like, to not to act like 
that wasn't part of what happens right, right. when these hordes attack the town. Right. It, it also is sterilizing that. That's true. And that's not fair either to the people that suffered at the hands of these fucking people. Right. Um, to sterilize the fact that it, it's a fear of, yes, death, violence, sexual violence. Right. That, that came along with it. Um, you know, I think, I don't know. I'm going to have to see how, how yeah. it is and, and yeah. if it seems gratuitous or not. But right, right. I think that's what people were, were the discussion was around. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I think personally, there, there, I think sometimes there, there unfortunately does have to be some kind of depiction when that is historically true. That right. is historically accurate um, when it comes to these, you know hordes these fucking outlaw people you right. know there's a lot of glorification of the western outlaw yeah so i think it, it is kind of important sometimes to recognize the fact that like these people fucked yeah shit up well and i think that's what that's why i i actually quite like n- certain neo-westerns oh uh-huh, yeah i like um i really liked 310 to yuma um that was a movie with oh yeah Christian bale and yeah russell crowe um what what, what, what unforgiven was really really good um i liked you know parts of hostiles i liked um then like a handful of them i would argue logan is a western right um, yeah but um yeah i think that's the thing that those do first, well yeah and and what they do they, they'll show you know it's yeah. not shane um for the shane is a old 60s western right. about this gunslinging right yeah you know it's it's outlaw so, it's mm-hmm. so campy now that i like it okay, it's so cause dumb because it's, it's yeah yeah that's one that you, you get drunk and watch and you're like this is ridiculous but i mean when you think about it yeah it is it's glorifying this you know guy who in history would have been a terrible a fucking yeah murderous psycho thieving psycho person, yeah. right yeah so um I think that's what, yeah, I think that's what, hopefully it seems like that's the, where the trend is the t- going yeah. when it comes to Westerns. And um, well, and there are Native characters played by Native people. Yeah, in revolutionary. It, which is like, uh, and they're not fucking, you know, savages, savages, barely even human. <laughs> like, it's not fucking that shit, you know what I mean? Like, it's just people that are part of the fucking yeah, story right. and like they they don't ignore their race yeah. either like it yeah. seems to be very tied into a plot line and stuff like that but that's important um yeah we so just what was i oh right i did i take a i took a lakota language classes and we um we're talking about dances with wolves because mm-hmm. they like we didn't watch any of it but he was saying he was going to show it to us it was like Apparently they are speaking Lakota in it. Oh really? So yeah, the like who what's his face who played the main guy? But like it's like not at all. It's and like really you, like, fucked up it's Lakota. Like, really fucked oh, up to the funny. point where it's like unrecognizable. They're like, <laughs> oh, we would no. not like you won't even know. It's like like with if a you really listen terrible to it, accent. Yeah, they're like straight up you won't even recognize it. Oh, like man. at all. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. That is funny. He literally asked the instructor, was like, Have you guys seen Dances with Wolves? And like couple wears his hand and he goes, You poor souls. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Um, um oh man, uh, that actor from Twin Peaks is in it. Is in Godless. Oh, right, right. You mentioned that. I um, love him. Yeah, right. Um, um. Also in Godless is Michael Horse from Twin Peaks. Oh, right. Who played Deputy Hawk. Right, right, right. And he's 
Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I love him. He's got such a really great, like, wry sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. And, like, he doesn't have to say much to right. just, like, roll his eyes at you and, right. like, get the fucking point across. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like, he's a really specific actor. And he is, yeah. He needs to be in more shit. He does. Makes me so mad. There's not Maybe he, roles, like, got yeah. back into it because of Twin Peaks. Maybe he, like, kind of took That's a hiatus true. from right. acting. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say... For my own, <laughs> for my own sake, that it was his choice. It was his. <laughs> it wasn't decision. the racism of the fucking system. I whenever Who I knows? look up native actors, I'm like, oh, he's in Twilight. <laughs> like every oh, single really? time, it's like Twilight and like Last of the Mohicans. Like, oh fucking, no! <laughs> every it's it's horrible. But um, I mean, at least Twilight actually employed some fucking. Native Twilight people. didn't it did employ some. Um, did Taylor Lautner ever say if he like? Did he ever address it? Because I remember everyone was like, What's what going are on you? With Taylor yeah, like you. I don't know. I feel like he just didn't say anything. I feel anything like we all were just it. like, Look at his abs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that he's got those abs. Look at his teeth. Oh They're God. so white. Oh Do you know Taylor Lautner's only 26? What? That's nuts. I feel no like he's been way. around for ages. Yeah, because he was fucking Shark, Shark Boy. Boy. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Important. Shark, Shark Boy, Boy and Lava Girl. And Lava Girl. It literally just says he's an American actor, voice actor, and model. He's known for playing Jacob Black in the Twilight Saga. <laughs> That's literally That's it, literally his fucking bio. I mean, he's known for up. Shark Boy and Lava Girl, but it's fine. Um. Ooh. Um. <laughs> oh my god rough times funny. remember when he dated taylor swift and everyone's like that's weird like, taylor and taylor wow 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 yeah name. and it was so funny because i think that they didn't date for that long but no, they were in that short. like valentine's, valentine's movie <gasps> you're right speaking of i mean valentine's day is tomorrow that oh, yeah. let's review that valentine's movie <laughs> it was terrible but also kind of fun <laughs> i forgot that they were in that they weren't in that, for long though right no i mean they probably literally shot for like a half day right yeah they were in a bunch of the movie because they <laughs> i mean the way that they cut those oh, movies see, is I so see. insane right, right so like you know because i i was just recently talking about this with someone i mm. forget who it was but they were talking about remember that trend of all of those fucking ho- random Year's holiday Eve. movies mother's, mother's day, day valentine's day be like next is flag day yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> labor day Yom kippur yeah <laughs> The ep- All Souls Day. Yeah. The Epiphany. Dia de Muertos. Yeah. Um, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, right. It was just, it was so fucking oh weird. God. But um, the Valentine's Day one, I think, was the first one. Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, In, like, the modern, weird <laughs> revamp yeah. of all those. Someone was recently talking to me about it, and they were like, how did they get all of those famous actors to shoot that movie? And it was like, oh, because right. they, they, they literally shot it in L.A. Yeah. And they made each of those people come to set for literally one day, maybe right, two. Right, right. Because the every, there was so many, like, fucking yeah. plot lines going at once. <laughs> right. That you got literally five minutes of screen time if wasn't you were in the, one of those like, things. Wasn't the, um, oh, man, the poster. Wasn't it, like, just a it's grid It's just literally a of grid of people. faces. <laughs> It was, I think, literally a, an agency packaging uh-huh. come to right. life. Yeah, literally. It was like the monster of agency packaging. Oh, man. So if people don't know what that means to give a 
very brief rundown because yeah. it's pretty boring. It's all business <laughs> shit. Yeah. But sometimes studios and giant agencies that represent lots and lots of talent, like right. CAA, I don't, um, I don't know if anybody cares about this, but, <laughs> but, um, giant talent agencies will sometimes do, like make deals. Um, so they package a bunch of their clients together. Right. Um, and say, like, you can do a movie with all of these guys uh-huh. and um, this director that we uh-huh. represent and this, you know, screenwriter that we represent right, or whatever. Right. And then they get deals on how they can make money off of how much that movie makes. And the studio has a lot of the, you know, hard work done right. for them when it comes to acquiring talent and blah, 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 right, blah, right. yada, yada, yada. But essentially, it's something that I think a lot of people don't know happens at all. Yeah. And those movies are almost positive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're just some epic deals made by some, like, four assholes. Yeah, who, right. Like, made all of those movies happen. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And made, like, dozens upon dozens of very famous movie stars being a very dumb movie. Right, right. <laughs> it's very funny oh, <laughs> to man. me. Those are, those are silly. Those are crazy. And it's always the weirdest assortment of people. It's just... It doesn't make any sense. No, it really doesn't. I mean, I will say, the Valentine's Day one is kind of fun. Because it was the first one of them, and it was so stupid Uh and weird and random. The other ones were, like, riding, unfortunately, riding the high off of that shitty movie. (laughs) But at least the Valentine's Day one was, like, the first one. Right, right. It was the OG. Yeah. I will may or may not have been... uh, toasted when i saw that so i don't remember much toasted. maybe alex we don't condone what does that the, even mean? we don't condone the use of marijuana on our podcast however <laughs> <laughs> however toasted amazing oh boy incredible um what should what, we move on to the internet drunk yeah this? yeah what you got what what did you find that's dope on the internet man oh man you know <laughs> Dude, so man, guy. Dude, guy, man, <laughs> bro. bro, friend. Liv. Yes. <laughs> Just figured I'd end on your real name. <laughs> oh, Liv. So, yes. Liv. I was yeah. on Twitter, mm. as one as, is yes. these yeah. days. <laughs> and um, there was a Christian Siriano fashion show. Ooh. And it was wonderful. Oh it my had God. a ton of our fucking faves in it. Yeah. But there yep. is specifically one picture mm. of um Daniel from Orange is the New Black, who plays Tasty in Orange is the New Black. <gasps> yes. And there is just a picture uh. of her strutting down the runway oh my god and she's got this like bright blue eyeshadow on or like it's like bright blue or bright coral or something Uh i don't remember which i was just looking at like the expression on her face Uh it was just like smug and her like Uh her like hips were swinging and her shoulders were swinging and like the dress was like trailing behind her and being like so dramatic that's incredible and it was amazing and she said like people ask me what it feels like to wear Siriano's designs and I just want to show them this picture. Yes. Like this is what it feels She's like. An icon. It was amazing. It was like so dope. And um a lot of the stuff she does on social media is like super yeah. body positive. Yes. And so empowering yeah. and yeah. dope and amazing. And um Christian Siriano is the designer that dressed um 
what's her name from SNL? Leslie. Oh, Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. Right, that's true. Um, for her Ghostbusters premiere after right. she was saying oh, that a I lot of designers that. turned her down. Right, right. Um, and I just like love that little tiny buggy looking <laughs> yeah. Kristen Siriano yeah. is like doing such great things for these amazing women. That's awesome. Um, who are not a size two. Right. Fucking right. What? Like, right. come on, man. These designers need to be able to fucking meet exactly. a titty and right. put a dress on it. Yeah, right. Like, so what a woman has a titty? So what yeah. a woman has hips? That's fucking right. what happens. And he knows how to dress them because I think, I, does. I think the picture of her dress was on instagram or something yeah the blue one right? it was yes yeah yes. Um, yeah and i mean it fits her well you know what i mean like he he knows how to dress women's bodies yes and shout out to him because also both of those women are dark skinned yeah danielle brooks is fucking and, um, gorgeous yeah but she's yeah she's very dark skinned and she's like yeah a lot of designers curvy. will also shy away from d- dressing dark skin because they're mm-hmm. like well it's gonna look weird with your skin it's like no it won't but, have you um, met Lupina Nyong'o excuse you oh my god she's <laughs> also an angel from I think she invented yeah. like colors I think like, she when I too. when I like watch her I wear some did. like yeah. Like literally any color of the rainbow yeah. in a gown. And I'm yeah. just like, you invented what colors are supposed to look I know. like on a human I know. body. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> They're beautiful. Ah. <laughs> She's also single-handedly bringing back headbands. I know. She really <laughs> She'd is. like to say that. She does whatever she wants to. She does. Um, That's a great one. But yeah, Danielle Brooks strun her stuff yes, she looks Danielle. so fucking fabulous. Yeah, I just encourage you to look through those pics from that Siriano uh, the runway. fashion show, right, right, right. All the runway looks. Also, shout fun. out to Kristen Triana for doing that line for Payless. I got two pairs of them shoes, and nice. they are cheap and they are cute. Yes. <laughs> so thank we you. We love him. The rest you know of us he started coming. on Project Runway. I know. I remember yeah. watching his season on Project Runway. Oh, I'm well, so proud of him. He's my heart. son. He's killing it. Yeah. Um. Good for him. Wow. I like. Wow. Him. No. <laughs> Just now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, super wonderful. I'm super gonna check great. that out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. What did you find on the internet? <laughs> okay, I found this is an old, this is a throwback meme, but I, I did. <laughs> we we both did rediscover this, yeah. and I fell into a hole trying to figure out what the fuck it was. <laughs> so it's basically, if I'm sure a lot of you remember, there was that Vine. R.I.P. Vine. Vine. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, yeah, R.I.P. Vine. It was this like Nollywood movie. Not it's not African Nigerian specifically cinema. Yeah, uh, that's what Nollywood um, is. Yeah, that's what Nollywood means. And it's like this guy, this girl in this like tiny blue dress is like screaming and running away. But she's like running food. away sideways. Like, like, like she's running away real it's weird. So looking. weird. And she's like. Ah! And then the guy gets out of the car and like walks towards her and goes, "Why are you running? Why are you running?" And like that's it. That's, <laughs> that's literally the whole fucking it. Thing. So somebody, <laughs> somebody fucking took that a scene from Snow White where <laughs> she like runs away. Yes, movie. <laughs> she runs away like into the palace, away from the prince, and they dubbed it so that the woman is screaming, <laughs> and then the prince goes, "Why what are you?" Running? It like so funny. It nearly matches frame for frame. By the way, 
okay. Like the it's prince's so arm like does the same like the, reach yeah, right. that the man in the Nollywood movie it does. Is, it was honestly, so it's perfection. It is so funny. I love that. I we, love like, that. There's no way. I, mean, I watch it just like over and over. When I find it on Twitter, I'm just like I'm gonna watch this four times. Um, <laughs> why are you running? Why are you running? But I did do a little bit of research mm. uh, into what the hell this was. That vine came where that vine where that originated? vine came from. So it's from a movie. I don't. Oh, I guess I didn't write down the name. But um, it's a. Uh, the scene, the whole scene, it's the opening scene. And it's, it's the these, opening scene in the movie. Yes, Alex. Oh my God. Yes. And it is these two women. No. And it's like, um, they're like fighting slash talking about like they they like con men into like giving the money or oh, something. Sure. Same. And then they like <laughs> Yeah. And this Icons. one girl, like this guy like comes up to her. That's why she's running away because she like owes him money. And then it turns out that he, like, she lied about her name. Because there's a part where he's just like, you told me your name was Cleopatra. Your name is Ordinary Monica. Oh and I'm like, God. wait, what is going on? Um, it is honestly brilliant. Pretty Liars. Pretty Liars is what the movie is called. Pretty Liars 1. Pretty so Little I think, Liars? No, just Pretty Liars. <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> pretty Little no. Liars is the dumb fucking oh, yeah. ABC family ABC show. Fan. Alex Freeform. Sorry, Freeform. <laughs> and wow, it's not dumb. It's based on a YA novel. XOXO. A. I don't even Gossip. care. Yeah. Wait, shit. <laughs> it got really mixed Get up your there. wires crossed. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Freaked out. I'm I don't know. They all look like Bratz dolls and they, they walk do. around and they get nervous. Yo, they, they do get look like Bratz dolls. I don't know. Gossip Girl people looked like Barbie and then they look like Bratz dolls. That's right yeah because it. they they try to look a little more edgy yeah that's just because they put a little more eyeliner yeah on their literally right? and they're like, oh rebels you know wow badass edgy. um anyway um the whole movie is up on youtube and one of these days oh we gotta watch it we're gonna watch we gotta it. watch it um one of these days so that's <laughs> that's amazing that's that yeah that's incredible you know what i actually kind of want to watch that mm. is like speaking of like weird bad movies mm, that what? i kind of want to watch yeah uh, Ryan Gosling's directing debut. Oh, apparently, was it, was it, bad? Uh, it has like one and a half stars. Yo, wait, are you serious? Yeah, Ooh, um, that sounds good. Let's it's called it. Lost River. Oh, <laughs> and but like, here's the thing, yeah, 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 I found it, yeah, in my Guillermo del Toro interview, really, like, hole essentially, How? it's an internet hole. Um, because Guillermo del Toro, like, talked him into making it. Because he was, like, talking about it apparently nonstop. And apparently it's really, really weird. And it's, like, um, a weird, uh, like, neon-colored nightmare Mm -hmm. fantasy Uh thing. And it's got a decent amount of names in it. Uh But it... Doesn't, I mean, the IMDb score isn't as bad as the Rotten Tomato score. Okay. The IMDb right. score is 5.8. It's right. not fabulous. <laughs> it's not fabulous. Sure, sure. But it's got Christina Hendricks in it. Oh, okay. And Matt Smith, Listen, recently I'm, on The Crown. I'm always down to watch Saoirse Ronan oh my God, is Saoirse in it. Ronan. She's fucking up for a goddamn Oscar right now. Yo, I mean, goddamn. Eva Mendez is in it. Well, it's fucking wife. Eva All right, yeah, Mendes. I mean, if you can't get your fucking wife in it, I mean, that's a problem. But, um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it looks like it looks really weird. It's 
It says a single mother is swept into a dark underworld while her teenage son discovers a road that leads him to a secret underwater oh. town. Holy shit, this escalated so quickly. It escalated so fucking quickly, right? And um, I feel like maybe people just didn't expect that out of Ryan Gosling. Yeah, fair. Apparently him and Guillermo del Toro were like friends and they have like the same taste in old movies and like a similar sense of humor. Interesting. How weird is that? That is weird. I love that. Yeah, that's fantastic. I ship it. Always. <laughs> like, OTP. It's amazing. Like, and the the thing that I found, it, I thought it was Ryan Gosling interviewing Guillermo del Toro. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, this should be fun. Uh-huh. And it was Guillermo del Toro interviewing Ryan oh, Gosling wow. about his directorial debut. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's when you know you fucking are in an internet hole when Aww. you get to some fucking 2014 TIFF interviews, the Toronto Film Festival, you guys. Somebody send help. It's okay, man. You gotta do what you gotta do. It's me, your friend um, Alex. I have a problem. I'm addicted to Guillermo del Toro. Listen, there's worse things to be addicted to. Fair enough. Heroin, for instance. All right. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to move on from that. Um, <laughs> Moving quickly onward. <laughs> I think that's the end of the podcast Woo! anyway. <laughs> Gotta end on narcotics. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Um, uh, stay tuned later on this week for an extra special bonus <laughs> episode about, guess what? T- take a, you get three guesses. A wild guess. Wild. Wild. I'll give you a fucking hint. It's Wakanda. Ca- <laughs> I never freeze. Okay, it's a fucking Black Panther mini-sode coming your fucking way, families. So, because we are going to see this in the most blackety-black way possible. That's right. Be prepared. We will um, be very excited and hyped. We're going to be hyped as fuck. Um, We may or may not be teensy but intoxicated. We probably will be. R.I.P. Our sanity yeah. in general. Yeah. We're gonna be fucking it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> it's gonna be nuts but we we want to report back to you guys on what's going on. It'll be spoiler free. Yes we will keep this one um, We'll keep it vague as much yeah. as we can but mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna we talk will. about our experience of seeing it yeah, in yeah. Harlem. Yes. Yes. And what the reaction was in the mm-hmm. theater and I'm sure it's gonna be fucking wild. Oh my god. I can't I'm going to see what everybody's wearing. Oh, yeah. It's going to be dope. Definitely. We'll definitely try and take some pictures, especially with our big-ass group. Yeah. Um, And check, so keep an eye out on our socials for some fun stuff. Absolutely. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Please do. Please do. Yeah, definitely. It helps people find us. Mm -hmm. Um, And... Yeah, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter yeah. at Alex Shan, A-L-U-X-S-H-A-N. Mm-hmm. And I'm uh, at Liviosa, L-I-V-I-O-S-A-H. And the podcast at A Ridiculous Pod yep. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you uh, later in the week. We'll see you in Wakanda. <gasps> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>